Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Vader's Basement. I'm Jared. I'm Liam. And today we're giving you another what possibly would happen if potentially in the future... There was an opportunity <laughs> where something might be a little bit different such that it was if. <laughs> exactly. So what if Darth Vader was killed when the first Death Star exploded essentially? What if Han and Chewie actually didn't miss their shot which yeah. they never do in the rest of Star Wars. The way you presented this to me was, what if Han and Chewie weren't bad at their first job they <laughs> needed to complete successfully that determined the fate of the rest of the galaxy? Exactly. So, essentially, Darth Vader dies um, at the uh, explosion of the fourth Death Star. Uh, at the explosion at of the, the first explosion Death Star. At the fourth Death Star? Uh, well... That would be the next one, right? We've got Death Star 1, Death Star 2, Starkiller Base. I mean, uh, Death Star it's number coming. 4. It's coming. Uh, no, fourth uh, Star Wars, right? In A New Hope. Yes. Uh, that's what I was trying. I combined those two things. Hmm. Oh, well. good. Um, I don't think, I don't have anything for, for the Republic this week uh, that I know of. Nope, nothing I got. Nothing you have. All right, so we're just going to jump right into it, actually. Let's do it. Um, would you go, you want to start us off? Or you want me to set us up? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start us off. Um, a lot of episode four remains the same, okay? We still have uh, Luke on Tatooine, right? He is introduced, and we meet Ben, right? We go along with the movie. The first thing that changes in episode four truly is Han and Chewie come in, right, to save the day, and they come in out of nowhere, fly in, shoot down the ties and like jared said this time they blow up darth vader's tie fighter it doesn't spiral off into space right like it doesn't he doesn't get saved no they shoot his tie fighter he blows up luke continues his mission right like he did he launches the torpedoes down the tube the death star blows up we don't have tarkin and now not only is the empire left without his questionably number two but maybe number three no his top two lieutenants are gone vader and tarkin are no more mm -hmm. so now his next highest in command is thrawn but he's off with the purgles <laughs> in a different galaxy and so also a wall right so he's not there so i think we've talked about maybe piet yeah so palpatine's leadership is diminished a bit but i mean he still exists yeah so he, he's still there his his main enforcer's gone and his main tactical genius is gone so definitely handicapped but not without fight left right but otherwise that's all of four right that's the only thing that changes the rebels still celebrate they still give luke and han an award and maybe this time you know what Chewie didn't get an award because he failed to shoot down Darth Vader. That's my theory, and I'm yeah, sticking to it. And so this and time, Chewie gets a medal, too. Oh, excellent. Already better. Already better. And that concludes today's episode of Vader's Basement. <laughs> yeah, no. Exactly. There you go. Dun, so, dun, dun, dun. No. Nope. Nope. Don't nope. do that. It was, it was, under, music. It was under five seconds. Okay. Mm, maybe. All right. So end of four, we leave off with that. Right. So then in beginning in five, not a whole lot changes right they're still being hunted albeit not by vader we'll say by piet right and yep. leader of death squadron um we have a continuation of the fleet i mean if you want to say it's you know ozel still ozel we'll say um and the rebels are on hoth right because they're being hunted still it's a remote planet but one of the things we see is ozel does not believe that the probe droids information 
They return the shield generator. Ozzel is one of the Imperial officers Correct. aboard, just for clarification. Right, uh, the Devastator. And Vader turns to him and says, that is it, set your coordinates for the Hoth system. And they jump. Right. But he is, he does not want to. He glares at the other Imperial officer. He glares at him and he's like, "How? you know, I can't believe you brought this up. Yeah. Um, don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. This is just pirates. It's a remote system. It doesn't matter. So maybe they, looks like the Empire wouldn't necessarily go to Hoth. Yeah. Because it's Vader's direction that takes him there. So the, the rebels are actually fine. They ju- they're they just chilling on Hoth. Literally. literally. <laughs> um, You're well, a dad, so you have the rights to make that joke. <sighs> exactly. There we go. But another thing, Luke still gets attacked by the Wampa. He still goes off to visit because we have the probe droid land. We have all that. So all the rebel section of the movie is the same mm-hmm. for that first beginning part. But we have uh, Obi-Wan appear to... Luke can tell him to go to Dagobah. Now, in the real timeline that we have, that gets interrupted a little bit by the Imperial invasion, and he just wants to go bit. to Dagobah, and we have all this. And same thing with Han and Chewie. Han and Chewie are trying to leave to go pay his debts off, but they can't because they end up having to fly Leia off, and their ship's broken. But now the Empire doesn't show up. Right. So. There's no rush. There's no rush. There's no rush. So we have Luke and R2-D2 go to Dagobah. Yep. They still crash land. I think all that's the same. That storyline is fine right there. Han and Chewie fix the Millennium Falcon, and they leave the Rebellion. Yep. They leave the Rebellion. And all that's left is Leia and C-3PO to hold down the fort at Hoth. Now, Han and Chewie are going to repay his debts, which are quite large. And I don't even think at this point Han Solo could talk himself out of those debts. We see him talking to... Jabba in episode four, right? And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, no, like, don't worry. Like, I'll pay you. I'll, 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 I'm good for the money, I'm right? I'm good for and, it, Jabba. And Jabba lets him go, but I agree. I think at this point, it's probably been another year, year and a half, whatever. I don't remember the exact timing in between. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it's been an extensive enough period of time that I think Jabba would be like, all right, like, you haven't paid me my money. So that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Han would go out and Chewie, they would go out, try to find a mission, Maybe they would be on a mission, right? Like, oh yeah, we're gonna earn, you know, a ten thousand credits just to be a step, and then and then I can go and I can show Java, like, hey Java, I got distracted, I had to go do this, but here's ten thousand credits. It's the first down payment for my yeah. debt. I'm focused on this is my next thing. I'm doing this, right? I'm paying it off. I'm good for it. Here's a, a down payment, right, or a deposit per se, just to show you I'm good for it. Yeah. Now I'm going to go off and work for you until I pay off my debt. I think Jabba would be a little bit more understanding of that, but I don't think Han even gets to that point. No. I think he starts to attempt his first mission, and he gets interrupted by Boba Fett. Yeah, and- I mean, he's already got a price on his head. Right. He's already We know he's already got a mark on his head, and because he talks about uh, a bounty hunter on Ord Mantell who comes after him in the movie. And so it's like, okay, so you're already having bounty hunters come after you, yep. and every bounty hunter in the galaxy has taken up <laughs> this... Ex- large, large bounty Jabba has put on. The Han Mando Solo. hunts Han Solo. Do, 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 do. Careful. <laughs> five seconds. There you go. So then so then, what happens to Luke, Liam? So, okay. Yeah. So Luke, right, he's gone off to Dagobah. The events don't proceed exactly as they do in the real five, right? So he still gets there. He still crash lands. He's still looking for Yoda. He still finds Yoda, yep. goes back to the hut. But... The training proceeds, the problem arises where now, why is he training, right? In the movie, we see that Luke 
was being trained by Yoda and Ben, I would say, right? So he's trained by those two so that he can become powerful enough to defeat Darth Vader. And this is where we run into our first major conflict with the plot is, okay, Vader's already dead. So Luke isn't training to defeat Vader at this point. Luke is training to defeat Palpatine, which I think we would agree is a much less uh, optimistic cause. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, Palpatine is, is, as much as Vader is powerful, he's very much inhibited. And Palpatine is not as inhibited, I would say. He still is very strong in the Force. Uh, but, yes. But, right, he's the chosen one, right? And so he's the hope. And so they're going to try and train him to go fight Palpatine. In but, this timeline, Luke would be the chosen one. Ooh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Ooh. Potentially, there, mm. there's another, which there we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, but so he doesn't have the interaction in the Force Cave with the, the vision of Vader, right? Right. Yeah. No point. He instead, I think, would go down into the cave, and instead of having conflict with Vader, he would see Leia. And we would probably get a vision that ensues of... And then he chops Leia's head off. Correct. No. And then sees his own head on oh. Leia. And then things get really weird and he's, he's confused. Like, what? So, no. So, I think we see Leia in some kind of danger or distress. And Luke has to deal with that. And maybe it is something like she dies and he feels a pain. And, and he says to Yoda afterwards, I just felt a connection. And... And I, I don't know if it's my friendship or whatever that vision would contain. Luke would still end up talking to Yoda and Ben. And this time, instead of having to confront Vader and have the thoughts about Vader, he would talk to them about the feelings for Leia. They would tell him... Don't do that, bro. Uh, she's your sister. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure they, you know, you could find a way to approach it in a way that's not weird, right? And so... Yes, you have to be careful with your feelings, though. She is your sister. But uh, if your feelings are too strong and you have attachments, then you might not be able to defeat the Emperor. You need to be you know, wholly committed to this. And I think you would struggle with that. I, I think just in the same way that he was convinced that he could turn Vader to the light, I think he would also be similarly affected in protecting Leia. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the vision would show that. And and I think Yoda and Ben would address that and yeah. say, yeah, your feelings for her are strong, but you can't let them get too strong because you need to be able... The best way to save her and protect her is to defeat the Emperor. Correct. Yeah, so we have... And, and that happens across... Right, like, all the events with Luke happen across, you know, back and forth. Luke and yes. Leia and Luke, Luke and Han and, and Luke, yeah. you know, so... And Leia's doing her thing with the Rebellion, right? Leia is still doing her thing with the Rebellion at this point. Then this is where the stories start to maybe yep. overlap a little bit. So we have Han and Chewie. Han gets picked up by Boba Fett. We'll say just Han. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? where? Uh, Han gets picked up by Boba Fett and frozen in carbonite. Yep. Still say. That is a method that many bounty hunters use, not just something that happened to Han Solo. Yep. Um, we see that in The Mandalorian. He's, he uses a carbon freezing chamber even in his ship. So... Um, I need to carbon freeze. Where's the nearest carbon freezing chamber? Yeah. Bespin. Uh, <laughs> Lando. So, there you go. So, so Boba Fett probably gets him in carbonite still. Yeah. So, Boba Fett gets him uh, frozen carbonite and takes him to Tatooine. Now, this is where 
Chewie then has to try and get people together to rescue to rescue Han. Yeah. Now, important Chewie, point. Important point. Uh, Bosk would not have gone on this mission with Boba Fett because if he had, Chewie would now be a carpet. Yes, true. So it's just Boba it's Fett. Just Boba Fett. <laughs> no boss. Now, now Chewie. Let's say he's stranded somewhere and he has to limp the ship. And let's say Han Solo gets picked up relatively close to Hoth. Right, Boba Fett is looking for him. He is much better at finding people than the Empire is. So we'll just say he started to narrow it down to a sector, picks him up, gets him carbon frozen. Maybe it's in Bespin. I doubt it is for this. Yeah, I don't reason. think it is. Yeah. It's another place. Chewie limps the Falcon somewhere, gets off world, whatever, makes it to Bespin because he sure. knows his friend Lando Calrissian is on Bespin. Yeah, and he and Lando contact Leia mm-hmm. from Hoth, and then Leia gets in touch with Luke. So I think that's more likely, to, we, yeah. we try to get this whole team together again. It's the original people. We're trying to get everybody connected. Now, sure. uh, Luke then has to go. He's got to go, right? He's got to go save his friend. Han Solo is his friend, yeah. and he would go and save him, and he's in danger. So he's going to abandon his training again in this, in this storyline, just like he did before. But instead of it being all of them, it's just he's got to go save Han. Now, by the time this information is relayed to him, I think it's I think it's later than it would be if than we have in the standard timeline because he leaves pretty quickly. Honestly, by the time they're at Bespin, he doesn't train for very long. This time, he may train for I don't know months before the information yeah. actually gets to him. Before R two picks up on a you know a less stormy, choppy day on the Dagobah surface, picks yeah. up a distress call <laughs> for Luke, right? Um, and Luke leaves. Now we have the. Uh, a scene where Ben says that boy's our only hope, and and Yoda says no, there's another. Right now we know it's we definitely know it's Leia. Yeah. Well, and and I think Luke also would have been not just going for Han, but I think Leia would have made it a point of I'm going to rescue Han. Right. And Luke says, no "Uh, th- that's not going to end well. Like yeah. I gotta go help." And so he not only senses the danger for Han and the danger that you know Chewie's in, but also for Leia, who he now knows is his sister, and he wants to protect. Yeah, absolutely. And so then Luke goes and meets up with Leia and Chewie and Lando, this new character now to this story. And uh, they all go to rescue Han Solo, as happens in episode six. And Lando has agreed to join along because Chewie says, if you join us, I'll give you the Falcon. Just kidding. Chewie says, if you don't join us, I'll rip your arms off. Yeah, exactly. There, <laughs> there it is. You owe us one for that game of Sabacc where you ripped us off and you took all of his money. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, as far as the confrontation goes on Cloud City in Episode 5, there really isn't a lot that happens then, right? There, it's them. It would be them getting ready to go after, go after and rescue Han now. And so we would kind of open more in like the Episode 6 sort of range where things really start to pick up and take off in a different direction because we could formulate a a similar plan a similar plan to rescuing han solo i mean it could be the exact same plan it could be the exact same plan to rescuing han solo everything folds exactly according to plan and let's just say it's the exact same it's the exact same now but on this journey luke will tell leia by the way (laughs) we're brother and sister yeah now, quick thing. I will say, 
I think that at some point, right, the Empire would try to set a trap for Luke because right now, as we have it in the real movies, right, the oh, whole yes, reason that yes. the Empire's on Bespin is for Luke. Boba Fett is there, and he and he is there for Han, but the deal is he's there to get Han to use as a trap for Luke to arrive. Right. So now Boba Fett getting Han is still great for Han, but the Empire is still trying to look for the Rebel Alliance, right? They're trying to look for this crew. And so I think that you'd probably have, I don't think you would get the Huts to agree to help set up a trap like you would have gotten Lando to agree to, right? I think the Huts were powerful enough that they would have been able to, to, to get their way out of it. Even though the Empire still had a dominance over them, they knew that it was better for them to negotiate with the Huts than to try and take them over because of the yeah. influence and the power that the Huts had. So I don't think you would have a Bespin scene on Tatooine, right? Like, I don't think that there would be Imperials at Jabba's Palace in great number but i do think you would probably have a couple of either imperial spies or imperial loyalists right kind of like we see in the sequel trilogy with maz's cantina um on takadana there are people there who are allied with each side right who who give secrets and say oh they're gonna go here oh they're here you know like so i think we see in um episode six now where we've come to luke and leia and lando and chewie they all rescue han i think there is an imperial at jabba's palace who alerts the empire right and now the empire has the trail again for luke yeah. and leia right and i think that's where that picks up because i do think that's important it is important the 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 empire right. would not have stopped looking for luke Correct. right yes. like vader definitely had a more vested interest in finding luke and trying to like train with him but it was because vader wanted to be with luke to overthrow the emperor yes the emperor still wants luke to be his apprentice right and so i I don't know do you want to talk about kind of that aspect of things because i know we talked about like the emperor we don't think the emperor would have taken a new battle no yeah we we kind of discussed this a little bit beforehand and we determined that the Emperor would probably not take a new Padawan because that is a slight inconvenience. Yes, it's helpful to have someone go and do your will, but we kind of talked about this, and it, we were thinking maybe the Inquisitors are still around. And and for the sake of this, we'll say that the Emperor restarts the Inquisitors, because I do believe that most, if not all, are dead by this point. Now, we could say that they're rehiring uh, to <laughs> fill the positions, um, but he would have, you know, a handful of Inquisitors or Sith cultists from Exegol who you could bring out as enforcers. I think one of the important things here is what was the task of the Inquisitorius in early Clone Wars, or excuse me, not early Clone Wars, like late Clone Wars slash post episode three Clone Wars, really, like at the end of the war. After the war had ended, right, yes. and the Inquisitorius is formed, so far enough away from episode three that we have an Inquisitorius, right? So the Inquisitorius is formed, but why is it formed? Two reasons. To hunt remaining Jedi and to find Force-sensitive potentials. Right. And this is where I think the Inquisitorius can be reborn because this is, I mean, you got to think about it. 
At the time this is happening, you could find Force-sensitive children that are the age of Leia or older, right? Like, yeah. And so if the Inquisitors have found young children who are older than Luke and Leia and brought them back to their base, like, why wouldn't they train them in the dark side, right? So this is where I think, from what we see of the Inquisitors, they don't all die at once, right? I think the most we get at once is three. It's three of them in Rebels die at the same time. But other than that, they each die off kind of one by one across the time in between three and four. Yeah. And so I think that by the time episode four and really by the time episode six comes around, you would have realistically seen the Emperor say to himself, okay, well, Vader's gone. Yeah. So I do still need an enforcement unit. Mm-hmm. I want it to be someone who uses the force because I don't want to just have a military. I do want to obviously carry on the legacy of the Sith, but I don't necessarily want a new apprentice because I want a Skywalker as my apprentice. And in the past, when it's been a means to an end, right? Maul, Dooku, they've all like, they they haven't turned out to be, they were all leading to Vader, right? So for someone else, to lead to Luke, I just think the time frame would be small enough and he would have already had some Inquisitors filled in, right? Like, uh, spoilers for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. The Grand Inquisitor dies and then is replaced by Reva, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, he's not dead. He comes back, right? So this is where I think, like, if for those who do die, I do think there is a... a, All right, you're up to bat. There's a chain of command. Yeah, they're just shaking it. Now, and, and 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 that's an important just thing you mentioned there too. Is like by having the Inquisitors, right? The Inquisitors, when we see this in the Kenobi show, are competing for Vader's favor because Vader's their master in this scenario, right? Where yep. If you're reporting directly to Palpatine, then there's a lot more competition, a lot more is at stake because right. now you're not only competing to be Vader's apprentice, sort of thing. You're competing to be the apprentice to the only Sith. You're competing to be Vader. Yeah, you're competing to be. The enforcer of the empire, the heir to the Sith. I mean, you're trying to be a Sith Lord. So there's yeah. a lot more at stake there. And Palpatine would probably use manipulation to make you think, oh, well, you know, I'm waiting for someone who's worthy. And right. you'd be like, ah, I'm going to prove to be worthy. And meanwhile, Palpatine's talking about Luke, but not telling you. So you right. think you could be. Anyway, a lot at stake for people. And the Inquisitors, as well as the normal Imperial Armada, are hunting down. Luke. I'm sure there's a hefty reward for Luke. Mm-hmm. Now, jumping back to episode six, kind of, we have Han Solo get rescued. But now that Leia and Luke are together, and she knows that she, she's had more time to think about it, that she's a Skywalker, Luke says, come with me, and we will train to be Jedi on Dagobah. So they travel to Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, they find Yoda old, decrepit, and dying. So he is passing on. But Luke and Leia will train in Dagobah because it's very light-centered. And we know Ben can appear. Mm -hmm. right? So he appears, gives them some Lords of Wisdom. They train together for a a while. And, you know, as someone learning something, what's the best way to learn something? Arguably, the best way to really master something is to teach it. right? Like, if you know something... For yourself, great. But now if you're teaching it to someone else, you're forced to have mastered it, Mm -hmm. right? And you'll learn your shortcomings along the way. And so I'm with you. I think if Luke then teaches Leia and then gets his shortcomings from Ben, who's in the Force, right? Like, 
I think we have a couple months of Luke and Leia training to the point where now they're becoming a formidable force between the two of them. Yeah. You know, she'll still be early on. And I this think... isn't like, this isn't, oh, Leia becomes as strong as Luke in two months, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And I think that there's even a chance that with Leia on Dagobah, she's like, this is a great planet for the Rebellion to live on. Holy crap. And now that Yoda's <laughs> dead, it doesn't really matter to super secret, keep it secret, just like anything else. So maybe they, you know, while they're there, they clear out a little landing area, land the room. Yeah, I like, mean, they could, they could have those thoughts. I think, you know, one of the things that we have to pick up on, right? So what happens in the movie? Luke still goes back to Dagobah, mm-hmm. which we talked about, we have. And Leia goes with him. Han and the rest of the gang, at this point, I think Han would be like, all right, well, there's no hope for me. I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to do now because Jabba's dead. Like, I don't have to pay off my debt. So I might as well, as a favor to Lando work with the rebellion right so i and and to leia and to everyone who saved him right i think the rebellion would have probably you know helped them with the intelligence and stuff to get there but so lando and han and Chewie and c-3po at this point again right are now working out the plan i think endor still becomes a thing but again i think that we have the inquisitors who are now hunting right and so i think that we'd have some interaction, right? Where are they? Well, they're on, um, you know, the Mon Cal cruiser, right? Home Home one. one. Do they get found? Does the fleet get found, right? Like, do they get tracked? I think there's something that happens where the rebels have some occurrence of interaction, right? And now maybe they're on the run again because, okay, well, if Hoth never got found, maybe their home base is still Hoth. But then maybe the Inquisitorius finds them on Hoth on Hoth this time. Or maybe they moved, right? Maybe they moved to another base. Right. And they still find them, right? I think, I do think there has to be some reintroduction of the Empire chasing them because I think that is key to the pressure being kept on. I don't think Palpatine would be like, ah, don't worry about that group that blew up the Death Star. Like, no, that is a priority. So I think they're actively working on chasing them down. I think they probably have to move location to location, but... Like you said, I think this culminates in, and you said this when we were talking earlier, the Empire, the Emperor leaked the plans mm-hmm. to the yeah, rebels. He did. He, many Bothans died for no reason. Correct. <laughs> he gave the plans to the rebels to get them into this trap. And so that's where I still think maybe, you know, we have some of the Inquisitors infiltrate the Rebel Alliance, right? That could be a cool angle to go down of... Well, you know, Luke isn't necessarily there with them after Dagobah. And so maybe, you know, and he's not able to sense force sensitivity. So you could have a couple of different things happen, but I think ultimately you still get some form of imperial presence within the rebellion that still guides them toward Force Moon of Endor, right? And so that all still happens while Luke and Leia are training. Yeah. So we have... And that's, that's perfect, right? Because the Emperor would not stop pursuing them. It's still the Rebellion. They're still trying to take it out. And the Emperor very much so wants Luke as his apprentice. So under I, I, I didn't want to give that impression, for sure. So they're being tracked along the way. And I do think eventually they'll be like, you remember that old image we saw on Hoth? Like, maybe you should actually go check that out. You know? yeah. yeah. And they show up. Now, 
at that point in time, maybe Ozzel doesn't jump out too, you know, too close because now he's more concerned and then it's his idea. So they actually take him by surprise. Who knows? So the fleet gets together. Imperial or Rebellion? The Rebellion fleet gets together because they have news that there's a new Death Star being built, right? That would be the move. After, after the training, the fleet gets together, including Han, including mm-hmm. Lando, including Chewie. And, you know, maybe they get in touch with Luke and Leia because they wouldn't stay on Dagobah. They wouldn't stay on Dagobah. I still think they have to go out. Luke would be like, let's build you a lightsaber. We need a kyber crystal. Yeah. So they would go do that. I think there's a couple months of activity. Yeah. And in that time, they're starting training. They're starting training. She's building a lightsaber. He's showing her how, you know, learning the ways of the Force while they're gathering intel, while the Rebellion's running away from the Empire. And I think Luke and Leia cross paths with the Rebellion every once in a while and help them out and do something while they're dodging the Empire. Now, the fleet's assembled. They have the information about the second Death Star being built on Endor. I think that it will follow the same time frame, but I'm not sure how the lack of Vader's presence of going to the second Death Star to inspire the workers to finish the Death Star in time. I'm not sure if Palpatine would just show up earlier. I think you could send Inquisitors. That might be... Yes, fair enough. Like, if you sent one of the Inquisitors... He is not as forgiving as I am. It's one of the greatest lines in... Them. I mean, so fair enough. So we have the Death Star, the second Death Star that is yep. being completed. Correct. It is operational, though the rebels think that it is not fully operational. Battle station. So no moon. <laughs> no moon. They're going to be lured in this trap. Yeah. And Palpatine knows what the trap is, and there's no Vader to kind of take himself down to the moon and do what he's not supposed to do, and all of that. Yeah. Look. Like, he can't lure Luke in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's where it gets weird, right? So I think with the rebel fleet, the rebellion, they meet with their spies, and there's, hey, they're building another Death Star. It's over the moon in Endor, the forest moon of Endor, excuse me, and we need to blow it up. It's protected by a shield generator. I still think we have the same teams. Lando takes the Millennium Falcon. Han Solo is going to take his ground forces onto the planet to disable the shield generator. At this time, I do think that Leia and Luke show up because they're out and about in the galaxy, getting a kyber crystal, building her a lightsaber. They get some call that the fleet's meeting up and they show up. Yeah. Well, and that's what happens in, right, Luke leaves Dagobah in episode six and then he's like, oh yeah, there's this meeting of the minds. Right. Right. We're going to, yeah. Exactly. So everything kind of proceeds as normal. They have a shut. Exactly. Yeah. They have a stolen shuttle. Shuttle Tidarium with a code and everything, right? Which is all according exactly to Palpatine's plan. And they go. Luke and Leia both go. It's an older code, but it checks out. It's an older code, sir. I was going to let them through. It checks out. So they still get through. Yep. No sensing Darth Vader, none of that exchange. But now there's not one but two Jedi on the Force Moon of Endor. Yep. And we can still get... I mean, this. It, it's funny because Vader out of the picture doesn't change everything as much as one would think right like he changes things and certain things are but i don't think that we have had any major changes so far besides leia going with luke to dagobah right and maybe the inquisitory is coming back like those are the two things that are like they're just filling in for his role too so i mean exactly exactly so so this is where well let's continue as normal right leia and luke go down to the planet they're on the strike team. Part of the strike team goes off, alerts the scout trooper. We have a speeder bike chase, right? They're riding through the woods. 
Now, for the sake of the story, we'll say that Luke and Leia take the same speeder again. If she falls, I think that she might not, like, go unconscious. She Maybe she was able to use the Force a little bit. But I, I still think, you know, Luke has to go after the scouts. Yeah. She could still meet the Ewoks, right? Han and Chewie could still, right? Like, there are certain things that I still think they get in contact with the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. The bigger change happens when, instead of Luke going up to save Vader, I think that the Inquisitors come down to the planet. I think that they're hunting, and that we could see them at the base, right? And Luke says to Leia, I'm going up. I need to defeat Palpatine once and for all, and this is my best opportunity. And Leia tells him not to. Leia says, no, stick it out. We'll set this trap. We'll destroy him this way. And Luke says, no, I need to make sure that the Emperor is dead once and for all, right? You're not powerful enough yet. You've only been training for a little bit of time, and you are going to be a great Jedi someday, but I've been training for a few years now. You have been training for a few months. You're just not ready to help me. So you stay here. You'll be an asset to the strike team. You have a lightsaber now. Like, you're not that great of a Jedi. You are still a Jedi. Yeah, you're still, <laughs> like, you're still a Jedi. Yeah. You, you, you still have a lightsaber and the Force. So you might not be able to be some great warrior. You will still be useful. You stay here. I'm going in. So Luke goes to the base, sneaks onto a shuttle, right? And this is where I think the Inquisitors are ready for him. So he tries to sneak onto a shuttle and go up to the planet, and they catch him before he gets on the shuttle. Just as the Emperor foretold. Exactly. Right? So so they're waiting for him. I mean, he could probably fight a couple of them, maybe. Like, maybe he's like, uh... But, I mean, you know, you're on the Death Star, so what are you going to do? Right? Like, you're probably going to just yeah. surrender. Right? You're a little surrounded. Just, yeah. just a smidge. Just a smidgen. Yeah. So then we come to the point of where it starts to get different, right? So, right, so the Rebels are on the planet... They start to do the mission. They enter into the base. They start to plant bombs. And this time, they also get captured. <laughs> like, same thing. Lando's in space, right? They start to do the thing, and they realize, it's a star! Exactly. So the space battle continues. Correct. And fully operational Death Star. And fully operational Death Star. And that's where I think it's more likely that Luke gets captured by the Inquisitors, right? Maybe it happens... Because if Luke gets captured by the Inquisitors, maybe he's breaking into the shield generator room, like the power power generator, and they're in there in the initial capture phase. The Inquisitors are like, and you're coming with us. And so they take him. Maybe that's how it works. Maybe they go up sooner, or, or maybe he gets captured sooner, one place or another. Because then... Leia is inclined to maybe steal a shuttle to go and rescue him. Or like sneak onto or a sneak ship onto or sneak onto a ship yeah, okay, or something enough. to fair get enough. up to. Uh, maybe take a TIE fighter. We actually see in in the Battlefront games that there's like all the TIE fighters there. Or just rides a Star Destroyer yeah. on up. Just take, yeah, just, just slaps a saddle s- on it and just Steal a Star up. Destroyer. That's right. Giddy up. Straight up there. So there's a lot of ways to actually get back up to, uh, to the Death Star. The Death Star is so big that like managing incoming and outgoing traffic would be just immense. It's a lot. That's it's a lot. lot. And a battle's coming, so like you're getting you know, whatever. So um, Luke gets captured mm-hmm. and he gets brought to the Death Star, and they're like, "You're coming with me." And they, the Inquisitors, bring him to the Emperor. Yep. Just okay. as the Emperor foresaw. 
but kind of as Luke wants, right? Because right. he's well, kind of playing into their hand with, okay, you can capture me, but he wants to go directly to the Emperor. Well, and that's and that's exactly how it is in our timeline too, right? Like the Emperor's, it's like this illusion of free will. Like the Emperor's like, yes, I know that's what you want, but that's what I plan. Ah, but I knew that's what you were going to plan, so that's why I did it. I knew you knew. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. And you knew I knew you knew. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So now we have this showdown where the Inquisitors have Luke in front of the Emperor, and, and maybe they begin talking a little bit, right? We have some, you've come to me. It's like, it's like well, this is what I wanted. I was trying to get to you, yeah. you know, Palpatine. Like, I've been training for this. Oh, I'm sure you have. And then... He's like, but did you foresee this, young Jedi? And Stormtrooper hot tub party from Lego Star Wars. That's exactly right. That's exactly. What exactly it opens That's... up. The, the elevator door opens. Yep. And it's it's hot tub party Stormtrooper. No, it's Leia in binders being walked in by maybe two Inquisitors or another Inquisitor. She's gone and gotten herself captured because flying to the Death Star is very different than flying to the Death Star, <laughs> landing, getting out, and then, like, she's making like, it to the Emperor. She's like, know. oh, I wasn't on the planning phase the last time we did this. I was a prisoner already, and yes. you guys broke in. I thought that I could, but I, I forgot. I, you know, I didn't. As it turns out, very noticeable face. The the buns really do not fit in with the, uh, right. with the right. Imperial aesthetic, as it turns out. Um... Not Are you a little stylish for an Imperial Stormtrooper? <laughs> Excellent. So now Luke is in a very compromised position. Yeah. I mean, before, right, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to convince Leia that I'm going to be okay, but really I'm going to go defeat the Emperor at all costs, even if that means I have to die. Except now if, if he has to save Leia and defeat the Emperor. Like, this is a very, this is a much worse position. So I think upon seeing Leia having been captured, Luke decides, crap, I gotta just go for it, right? And I think he just starts, I think he whips out his lightsaber and he strikes at the Emperor. And I think one of the Inquisitors comes up and I think they stop him. And then I think Luke, similar battle to Vader, but this time there's not the emotional stuff between him and Vader, it's emotional between him and Leia, and I think he's angry at Leia for coming up and ruining his plan. I think he's angry because now the people on the moon are going to be worse off because they're Jediless. Jediless, yeah. There, I think that there's a lot of reasons he's upset, and he's also fearful for her safety and doesn't know how she's supposed to get away. Clearly cares for his friends and sister, so I think he gets very aggressive in his fighting. I think he fights some of the Inquisitors. Maybe he kills a couple. I don't think he necessarily kills all of them. But I I think he has this battle. Maybe he even frees Leia, right? Like, maybe he lets her get out. But I think, ultimately, this part of it is what's the main difference, right? You can still have the Ewoks liberating the rebels on the planet and fighting the Imperials. You can still have Lando... Doing their, th- right, the Super Star Destroyer can still crash. Like, there's still a lot of stuff that takes place the same. I'm sorry, Jared. Jared is very sad about all executors. All executors. Yeah. Sorry. One A-wing. <laughs> one, one A-wing. That's all it took. But that was a cost difference. That was- That's, 
That was a good trade. So, well, and, and with the duel, with the duel, I don't want to say this. Like, I think Leia does get freed. And I think we have, you know, what, maybe four Inquisitors, three Inquisitors, two sure. Inquisitors, whatever, whatever it is. And we have them fighting Leia and Luke. And this frustration and tension between Luke and Leia, like, why the heck are you here? You've ruined my plan, right? Like you said, you're going to die now, too. We're both on the Death Star. We yep. believe that there's a secret plan to disable the Death Star, or, or S.H.I.E.L.D., the Death Star doesn't work. We're, they're going to blow up this battle station. We're both going to be dead. The Jedi are over. <laughs> right? Um, and now, even if that doesn't happen, we're both dead. So the Jedi right. can't continue. Well, and, and Luke would also probably think to himself, like, I am the Chosen One. It is my duty to bring balance to the Force. Correct. And then, great, Leia can continue on the Jedi. And, I mean, that... Technically, doesn't mean the force is balanced because now you have a light side user and none of a dark side user. But I don't think he would have seen it that way. I, I think he would have said, "Ah, yes, I'm going to defeat the Emperor, free the galaxy from his oppression, and then Leia can continue on the ways of the Jedi, and we can have stability and peace in my new empire." Right. And it's like, "Ah, yes, complete balance, yen and no yang." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just but the light side. Ju just for the light side. But. Um, yeah, that was always an interesting thing for the Jedi of, ah, yes, the Chosen One will bring balance to the Force by killing one side of it and letting the other rule. That's not balance. Well, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> but So in this duel, I think there's a lot of cool stuff that could happen here. I don't think Palpatine really raises a finger just like he does in, in the current one. And we have him. He's just talking, you know, yep. talking and, and, and egging him on. Getting him mad. Manipulating him against as one he another. always does. Yeah, right. pitting him against one another. And, you know, eventually we get to this point where I think they murk a couple Inquisitors. They don't feel bad about it because yep. they're Inquisitors. Take a couple of them out. And then, if not all, maybe they, like, disable a few, kill one, whatever it is. And then he's trying to get Luke to turn to the dark side. So then maybe we have it where... So how about instead of killing all of them, right? I think... We get to this point where Luke is probably doing most of the fighting. I think Leia could hold her own a little bit. She's learned some techniques. And she's a Skywalker, so she's a natural learner, right? Correct. Like, she's going to be strong in the Force. Um, and we actually see that in Episode 8, right? Nine. He says that nine? she picked yeah. up the Force really quickly. It maybe it is nine. One of the two. I mean, they show the scenes in 9, but you're right. they may have talked about it in 8. I don't remember. But, you know, she's going to pick stuff up quickly enough to where, you know, if Rey can pick up a lightsaber and wield it perfectly the first time, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Leia, with a few months of training, could at least, you know, hold her own a little bit. So, anyway, that's an aside. Luke and Leia... She's also seen Obi-Wan use it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. From her time in the Kenobi series. Yeah. Um, she kept it with her all her life, the yeah. knowledge of lightsaber form. Combat. She's yeah. like, that's so cool. And then she practiced with katanas. That's right. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, so Luke and Leia, they fight the Inquisitors, but I don't think they take them a lot. I think we get almost a situation like in episode three, where Luke maybe incapacitates one, right? Kills a couple, incapacitates right. one. And then Palpatine says, good, now kill him. And then fulfill your father's place at my side. Mm. Now remember, bombshell. Luke does not know that Vader is his father, right? Like, that was the whole thing. Vader died. Yoda and Ben were not... They didn't consider it necessary to tell him because Vader's dead. So, like, well, now, now his father is dead. So 
will tell him about his sister, right? That was the whole thing we had back in episode five. So now Luke is not only angry at Leia for a couple things and angry that, you know, he's fought the Inquisitors, but he still hasn't gotten near Palpatine, right? Like he's, he's at a more compromised place, I think. And now he learns Vader was his father. And he'll probably doubt that at first, but Palpatine will say, you know, search your feelings. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Like, I think Luke will have enough of a belief that he'll he'll know it was the case. Yeah, he'll know it's true. Even, even if he doesn't want to believe it or admit it, he'll know it. Yeah. He would know it. Yeah. And, and, and Luke... Leia. And, and, yes. And Leia's there. Yeah. And she would be like, what? <laughs> and... And Luke could even say, right, no, you're lying. And Palpatine might say, no, it is the Jedi who lied to you, for they tried to keep that information from you. I am not lying. Your father was Darth Vader, and he was killed by the very people that you call your friends. Yep. The people you stand with. My friend. Your father and my friend. The people you stand with have done nothing but lie to you. I am here to try and give you power and to give you success. They sent you to grow up on Tatooine. <laughs> Literally the worst planet in the galaxy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think this turns Luke right away, right? No. I think but I think but I think Luke starts to have this feeling of maybe Vader was my father, right? Additionally, I think Luke says no. I, I won't kill this Inquisitor. You know, maybe he cut his hands off. Maybe he cut off an arm, right? What In whatever way he incapacitated him. I think he shuts off his lightsabers and says, no, I will not give in to the dark side. Despite all of your attempts, you cannot break me. Mm-hmm. And then the Emperor says, we'll see about that. And then lightning, and he lightnings Luke, and then Luke gets thrown back, and then Leia charges at him, and he lightnings Leia back. And then he just like does it and and starts fighting, right? Like now he's unleashed and the games are over, right? Yeah. Yep. So Palpatine, right? Like I said, we're not playing around anymore. It's time for results. (laughs) Palpatine toys with them. Luke might be able to hold his own a little bit, but there's no way he could protect himself and Leia. I think Palpatine electrocutes Leia to the point where she is about to die and Luke tries to stop him and, and finally cedes to Palpatine and says, wait, stop. I will join you if you will let her go. And Palpatine is not going to just let her go, let her walk away, right? Like, that would be dumb. But I think Palpatine makes Luke swear loyalty to him. I think Palpatine responds to Luke by saying, if you want her to live, kill that Inquisitor and join me and I will let her live. Right, I don't think he just lets her walk away. I don't think he's going to say, oh, yes, yeah, send her down to the planet's surface and give her a free shuttle. Like, I think that he makes Luke decide, right, and makes him commit. And so I think, obviously, Luke would rather kill the Inquisitor than let Leia die. He's so attached. So I think he does just that. I think he kills the Inquisitor. Leia says no, but, you know, he already does it. And then that's that. I think Luke is defeated mentally and morally. And then Leia gets taken away. I think she becomes a prisoner, right? And this is now this position where I think we have Luke forced to be at Palpatine's side, having committed murder against, you know, five seconds ago, if 
the Inquisitor had a lightsaber, it wouldn't have been murder. But, you know, defenseless being, he killed a defenseless being, right? Mm-hmm. Plus his anger, plus now Leia is in jeopardy, right? Like, he's at least compromised. So then we have to pick up with the rest of the movie, right? Where, right. What is everybody else doing? I still think the Rebels are successful at destroying the Death Star. And here's where that all kind of culminates, right? Han and Chewie still work with the Ewoks, still take out the base still blow up the the shield generator it goes down but luke has now turned the emperor now having been able to resolve his task at hand will be like i sense we are in imminent danger (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. follow me to my lambda shuttle (laughs) let me grab my wayfinder (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly. grab grab his wayfinder yeah they haul it to the shuttle and begin evacuating. The Super Star Destroyer still crashes into the Death Star, causing immense damage anyway. Yep. But, like, when we see Luke dragging Vader out in the original cut, like, there's already fires all over the place. Like, the Death Star is in bad shape already. Sure. Just because it's not complete. So taking massive amounts of damage is really hurting the station itself. Not even to mention the fact that there are ships now flying into the core <laughs> to go blow it up. Right. So that is still unfolding. Luke... And Palpatine board one shuttle, and Leia is taken away in a separate shuttle. They fly to different Star Destroyers, and they vomit out. So they are gone. They're out of there. And the station is still destroyed by Lando, still destroyed by the Rebels. Except now, it was a it was a victory. We see the station blow up. Yeah. The Rebels celebrate. But the Emperor is still alive. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Leia's gone. Mm-hmm. Big figurehead for the Rebellion. Oh, and their Jedi, Luke, is now working with the emperor even reluctantly even reluctantly still has to do it or else leia will die and now he's in it he's given it to the dark side and it will take great effort to pull himself out of that spiral now would he take the chance to kill palpatine if the moment arose yes but that's how sith operate anyway right so okay so then he's just become a good sith become a good sith now (laughs) now he's really stuck yeah yeah Uh how do you get out of this situation ah strike down the emperor and take his place as a Sith Lord. Crap. <laughs> Dang it. There's no winning. So this is where Imperial resources are interesting. The Empire was would still, anyway, not be put out by losing the second Death Star. Right. Still wouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, it would suck, but it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yep. Right? He'd be like, maybe we will invest in a TIE Defender program. <laughs> <laughs> so If only had someone told me about this... 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Empire would rally. The Emperor would be alive. They would yeah. have a new Enforcer. Sure, they lost the Inquisitors, but whatever. Leia would be taken off somewhere, held prisoner. The looming threat that if you ever do this, I will kill. If you ever betray me, I will kill Leia. Which is a double thing, right? He would have to be so mad at the Emperor that he would kill the Emperor knowing that Leia would die. Which would be like a... A double Sith thing, like the pain and the suffering, but like it's the only way to get out of it. So you'd have to hate the Emperor enough to kill him, knowing that she would die. But you would have like Luke running around in the background trying to figure out where she was to rescue her. It's a very Palpatine move. Oh, yeah. There's no winning. Like he's backed him into a corner Mm -hmm. via manipulation. That's a new one. Yeah. (laughs) No, so... And the story has to end somewhere, but this this would go on a whole nother path. And in fact, in some of the legend books, when Palpatine does return, mm-hmm. in legends, 
Luke actually turns to the dark side and serves Palpatine for a time. So yeah. that's a whole a whole story arc, and you could see some of that maybe take place in this. Yeah. Um, we also, you know, this doesn't just affect this story because what else happens? Where else oh, do we yeah. see Luke? Right? He's not able to answer the call when Grogu reaches out. Right? So I think then Ahsoka plays a bigger role in Grogu's. Yeah, life, right? And then I think you have the possibility of Ahsoka trying to save Luke, right? Or save Leia. Maybe, maybe save Leia, right? Yeah. Like you you have options, right? And of course Han is out here and he's going to do everything he can to save Leia because he's mm-hmm. in love with her. You know, maybe before she leaves at one point on Endor, so backtrack a few, you know, minutes, days, whatever, Han could confront Leia and say, "You're going after Luke, aren't you? It's because you love him." And Leia would say, well, yes, of course. And, you know, same thing. Han, well, yeah, you know, I, I guess I never stood a chance. And, you know, I won't no, your way. He's, no. he's my brother. And, right, and now they have a moment together, right? And so now that's the last moment before she goes on up. And now he's like, well, crap, now I need to go find her, right? So I think we end the movie where the Empire isn't down and out. But at the same time, the Rebels have achieved a great victory, right? They have destroyed both Death Stars, and they have somewhat of a fleet still remaining, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't able to be ultimately victorious over the Empire, but they were able to send them on their heels. And that speaks to something. So I think the Empire would rally, like you said. I also think the Rebels would get more people to their cause. Mm-hmm. I also think that he has his enforcer now, right? I don't think Luke immediately... I don't think Palpatine would immediately be like, all right, go kill this entire planet of people. And Luke's like, all right, well, I guess I got to do that to save Leia. But I think he starts him off small and starts, like, I think he does somewhat torture him, even if it's not all physically. These are sad people. They killed your grandmother. Kill them. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think he starts off and and escalates as yeah. Luke gets more, you know, I'm having I'm having trouble with the huts. I don't go know, deal with them, right? Like, I don't know. Anakin. Go kill all of the Jedi, including the children. You know? He's got no chill. I think there's a couple things that could happen, right? And I think yeah. that's what is fun to explore. Just like we said last time, this doesn't mean the end, right? I think there are resounding effects, ripple effects, that we have from all this happening. And and this is one where the immediate movies aren't changed a whole lot because the Rebellion still has its goal and the Empire still has its goal. Yeah. And a lot of the things still work the same, but once we finish episode six, I think this is where I'm trying to get to a lot changes. Yeah, because just you compounds. don't have peace, right? Yeah. You really don't. And I think if we are to go out another 10 years, I don't think you see the Empire secluded to a small portion of the galaxy yeah. where Din Djarin finds them working on experiments. I think that they have, you know, what was the whole reason the fleet of the Imperials was destroyed? Most of the fleet. I mean, it was Jakku, yeah. A large part of it. Exactly. It was Jakku. It was a a trap set up by the Emperor. It was a trap set up by the Emperor to punish people. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm talking about it. No, I mean, that's it. That's that's literally like, it was just like a a silly plot device that they had to use to get rid of the entire fleet so that there wouldn't be any Imperials for Episode 7. But essentially, yeah, I mean, that's it. There isn't much more to say about it. He just lured them all into this one well, final conflict where he saved a few admirals that would that did retreat out. Like we, what General or General Pirate? No, uh, yeah, Pirate. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like from Episode Nine, yeah. used to serve 
in the, uh, in the Galactic Empire. Right. And he, like, escaped and went to go serve with the First Order. So, yeah. people like that, like these high-ranking Imperial officials who knew that there was going to be something else, went out there. But most everybody got punished for it. At Jakku. At Jakku. But what happens when the Emperor doesn't die? Right. No His Jakku. punishment was, these admirals and officers were not strong enough to save me and keep me alive... Therefore, they don't deserve to live. I'm going to put them all on each other. And this is and this is where you get into that like weird zone where you get into the Battlefront Two era, where he's like, "I had these satellites that burn planets that are so much cheaper than Death Stars. Let's just yeah. let's just yeah. put these over in Rebel Worlds and yeah. roast them." You know, yeah, that was like not well thought out. But no. <laughs> but I mean to say is you don't have Jakku, so the yeah. Empire does have a large fleet still, right? So and I think it's least, more formidable. With at least two more executors, right? Yeah. Because yep. there's one in Coruscant, mm-hmm. and then there's the one that's at the Battle of Jakku. So yep. we kind of see executors not be used super well, but they are monsters. Yep. They are monsters. The difference between the capability of a lot of the ships we see from the Empire and what actually gets shown, it's a, it's a large gap. Play, uh, if, you, if you ever want to play a strategy game, play Empire at War and then use... I love the Awakening of the Rebellion mod, personally. Throw that on there and face a Super Imperial Star Destroyer, just an executor, and just, like, good luck. Good, good luck. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. yeah, try to use capital ships against that. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of things go differently, and I think we see the need for more powerful Rebellion leaders to show up, or else Galaxy's still going to be under the Imperial thumb. So yep. I, I do think we could see Ahsoka play a bigger part during the main years of the rebellion and and during episode six and after time frame yeah and if you're really interested about a different episode seven you should go back and watch one of our previous or listen to one of our previous episodes where liam rewrote episode seven mm-hmm. and we also have an episode eight that goes with that one that's right and soon we're gonna we'll have, have episode, episode nine. nine at a nondescript time despite the fact that i have said it was coming out Many weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ner- nervous laughter. Sir, I, I, it's not finished. I need more men. <laughs> I need more men. Yeah. Um, it is coming. But uh, that's where we're going to finish up this episode for today. Sorry. Um, we had a good time recording this. Keep it a little bit shorter. Yeah, we'll be back with you next week. Now, one thing about this episode, though, that I do want to say is this is our 20th episode. Yeah. 20th. So that's a big, uh, big milestone. We're happy about that. And yeah. happy to be... Regularly getting these podcasts out to everyone. Yeah, we're really enjoying it, and we hope you are too. Yeah, one of our uh, one of our initial thoughts with the podcast was, well, we talk about Star Wars. Let's talk <laughs> about it together and record our thoughts and put yep. it out there. And um, I know we've both really enjoyed this, and to have achieved twenty episodes of it, um, you know, that's at least double the amount of time between recording and editing. And um, so that's a it's a, a nice accomplishment. I think that we've both gotten and like you said releasing every week has been has been fun so yeah it has been we hope you guys really enjoyed it as much as we did and we look forward to talking to you next week